you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. That's hooey and applesauce. Three words for that. Ooh, blah, and blah. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Oh, it's gangbusters. Damn a shake in In FL and Dave. Hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave. Dave Damashek. What's going down? Hope all's going well wherever you are. We're here in the studio spinning some Friday magic. And we have a guest. That's the good news, Adam Rankin. We'll uh, we'll talk about that in just a second. Welcome to episode number 17, the day after football return. Fake football, in my opinion. I hate yeah. to be a curmudgeon. I said it yesterday. Go back and listen to episode 16. We talked to uh, the great Matt Williamson from Scouts Inc. and ESPN.com. Broke down all the big issues uh, going on in the preseason from Matt Castle to Felix Jones to the Eagles to the, the Steelers secondary to so on and so forth. What else did we talk about with him? All, all sorts of stuff. Ball. We talk ball. Talking, talking ball. ball. Yeah, talk about it. Um, so episode number 17. We just heard that uh, that theme song. And uh, we have a boss, our direct boss, uh, Adam Rank, the man who uh, who is the hero of uh, his his fan club, uh, the uh, the Rank Amateurs. Adam Rank, our boss is named Oh me, I am your right. direct boss. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's right. I'm your direct boss. Well, my direct boss is a man named Tom Brady, and that's mm-hmm. for real. That that's his actual name, not the not the not the one with uh, with the pretty hairdo. Not the guy who did not play last night. Yes. On Thursday? Yes. No. What was that? We You did the instant debate today, didn't you? I did. On NFL.com, instant debate today was, does Tom Brady do superstars owe it to the fans to play in preseason games? And, of course, I said you were, absolutely. You were in concert with me saying yes. <laughs> you really believe that players should be out on the field in For preseason? For the fans. By the, you know what? The Honestly, fans. listen, listen. In a normal, in a normal off season where you went through OTAs and mini camps, sure. When you have the longest lockout, in NFL history, 
and then you don't want to show up and play, that's ridiculous. Well, whether or not it's his personal choice, Tom Brady, that he doesn't want Have to play. Have a clue. Let me tell you something. Settle down, Rank. You're 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 already at an eleven, and we just got going here. I know because it was upsetting. Let me just say something to you. Tom Brady mm-hmm. didn't play, and that's the wise thing. And you refer to the fans. This thing about the fans want to see him. If you're eight, if you're eight years old yes. and you have never been to a game, it would be fun to see number twelve out there throw four passes and then leave Perfect. the field. That Perfect. that need yes. is trumped by real fans who are devoted, who are living and dying with their team's success or failure. And uh, seeing a guy get hurt in the first week of preseason he's, is not worth the gamble. He's not going to get hurt. Oh, he's, he's not. not. Oh. Rodney Harrison retired. He's fine. <laughs> well, I think there are several injuries, uh, the season-ending injuries. Yeah, that, Baron that, Batch got hurt in practice. So should, he, should, should Tom Brady not practice? Why don't we wrap him in cellophane and bubble wrap and only break him out on Sunday so he doesn't get hurt? Well, if preseason were so essential, then why is college football able to to get out there in the first week of September and have big matchups played and they don't have any preseason games? Listen, if I were a college football coach, yes, I would would definitely schedule a cupcake or two before I got to a big game. But either way, teams get out there without something called – whether you play – a nonsense team or not, if you play Appalachian State or whoever else, it still counts as a win or a loss. Right. These games count for nothing. These Play guys who are on the fence about whether or not you're going to keep them. Play Tim Tebow if he's a project to see what he has, to see if he can come along a little bit. You do not play anybody who is intrinsic to the success of your team when the games actually count. I always say it, and now you make me say it again, it is the Civil War reenactment. It looks real, <laughs> but it is not. Look closely. Look, oh yeah, I've been to Gettysburg. I've been over to Gettysburg. Look, hey, there are the Union soldiers on there. This is the real field that okay. they that the battle took place on. There are the Confederates. Hey, wait a second. That Confederate general's drinking a Mountain Dew. You understand? <laughs> yeah, okay, so these games are free then. So the I forgot. I completely forgot that the games were free. My mistake. It's a requirement. No, no, no. I'm it's- sorry. I forgot they were free, so why should they play? You're right. No, listen, it's a necessary evil for the league to make money. I don't know if you heard about that. That was part of a, that was <laughs> yes. a big part of the debate is the income that uh, these games make. So if you, you- want to be able to own a ticket, there's a premium on NFL regular season and postseason tickets. You may have heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> and the price you must pay, the ancillary fee, is that it is required that you pay for these nonsense preseason games. Well, there'll be enough and empty stadiums this year that well, I don't think you should be messing around. Empty stadiums. Or available seats. In the preseason. Again, you know what? These guys came out and they apologized. I want to apologize to the fan for you know what we did this summer. But we're going to turn right around and bend you over immediately. Thank you. All right. Listen. Thank you. That's- we're back. Football's back. Well, except in New England. But football's back. You're ridiculous. All right. I How mean, much really? were the cokes there? Twelve bucks. See, this right. is this is this can I'm, only. I'm almost glad we don't have a team here. This is something that's. I was just about to say. Only somebody who doesn't have an uh, have a vested interest in seeing what his team does this season could talk that way. A How real you, fan. A I'm, real fan does not want to risk his essential players being 
uh, being injured and losing the entire season over a preseason game over over your because you've ascended up to Mount Pius to weigh in on I pay money and I want to do this. Listen, preseason <laughs> games right. are to take little kids who don't know any better. They just want to see the fancy uniforms. That's just what you do. You use the real tickets on on the adults who care, and then you take the little kids to whet their interest. You see, it's an love- it's an appetizer. That's what preseason is. It's the appetizer. I would love to. Show- I don't. I'm, unlike other people, I never fill up on the uh, on the shrimp. I when when I'm there and they have the spread, I don't fill up on the shrimp. I don't fill up on the bread. I wait for the main course. You apparently you can't help yourself and look, look at, at your, me. I yes, know, I know that's exactly glad, right. I want to I want to show you I want to show you a copy of Star Wars starring Harrison Ford's understudy. Well, it's the same thing. Like that would be amazing. I, I, I think don't you just sell me. I just think be, I just no. think you. I think you just made my point inadvertently. Anyway, Tom Brady is my direct boss, and uh, he says that he likes the theme song you just heard now about ten minutes ago before Adam Rank went off and did his ridiculous <laughs> jag about uh, uh, send it up to Mount Pius. It took him a while to get up there and behave like a child about. I want to see the superstars How play. Why? Oh. You know when was the last? Like seriously, when did somebody get right. hurt in preseason? A lot. It, went, it happens every like, went, like a notable <laughs> every a, guy, a Tom Brady type person. Every, what happened? Trent Green and what happened? You got Kurt Warner out of it. You are really fired up and it's yelling. It's just stupid. Like right, why? Why do down. they hate the fans? Settle down. That's all I want to know. Listen, neck tie dye. Hey, you know what? That, the, that was that was an outrage against America. Neck tie dye. That was bad for our, America. Neck tie dye. Our interim producer is a dirty hippie, and maybe you need some of what he does in his recreation time to settle down, man. Settle it down. Anyway, Tom Brady, our boss, likes that theme song that you just heard. Other people like the other one. Now, he's my direct boss, so he could really weigh in and say, you must play that mm-hmm. one. Put it to a poll there, Nick Tie-Dye. I want to see, see if we can get, uh, get a, a, a final decision on which theme song that we use is better. Put both theme, theme songs up there so we can uh, get a sense of what uh, people want. Um, it's episode number 17. Phil Rivers, we always say which player wore it best, um, wore the episode number best. Phil Rivers, Plexico Burris, Braylon Edwards. I mean, he doesn't. I mean, he's not going to get it now. He's actually wearing number eighty-one. I don't know if he's doing that in the regular season. I think he's ha- waiting for somebody to get cut. Harold Carmichael, Doug Williams, Super Bowl hero. Oh yeah. Uh, John Havlicek of the Celtics. Yari Curry, beneficiary oh, yeah. of uh, the great ones passes. I don't. I, people think I diminish Gretzky. That I, I don't like him, or I don't think he's really? good. he was. He was very good. He just wasn't as good as a couple <laughs> other guys that played the sport of hockey. AC Greenmore, uh, seventeen. No. no AC 40, 45. But you're close. They look a lot alike. If you sit put How is that even close? I gotta see if you started early. You started early with the recreation, huh? Neck tie dye. That's Friday. He's got a four day weekend coming up. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So uh so there you go with that. And um just to to plug something, if I may. First of all, the podcast, NFL.com, but it's also available on iTunes. Please, we encourage you, nay, demand that you subscribe, rate, comment on it on the iTunes. Helpful to us, helpful to the cause. And uh, if you're a member of the Rank Amateurs, then you certainly want to do that or a proud citizen in the Czech Republic either way. And um, the uh, what else did? Oh, that's what I wanted to mention. So the uh, the, the debate also, a new talking ball. People have been clamoring oh, yeah. for a new talking ball. And, uh, and you ask and you shall receive. 
I sat down with Brad Ooh, Childress, former sweet. head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. I gave him some help. I want him to get back into the coaching ranks. So I gave him a few tips, a few pointers on that. So be on the lookout for that. And then on Tuesday, next mm-hmm. Tuesday, the Damashek blog goes up. What? All the videos, all the written pieces, all the hooey and applesauce. It'll be out there on NFL.com. So be on the lookout for that. Now, rank. Football's back. People yep. are excited. Training camp, Absolutely. preseason, 27 well, days. Except for Patriot fans. 27 yeah. days away from uh, from kickoff of the real thing. And uh, I'm excited, though, because I have a guest for us today. What? I got uh, I got us. Uh, she's here we, in our new series. It's going to be unveiling a new series. What? I think it's fun what? because people who watch the NFL Network like to know the personalities that we see on the TV every day. And we're going to start that off. We're going to dig into the brain of the lovely and talented Michelle Beisner. We worked with her last year on the uh, on the NFL Fantasy Show. She's knocking around here today, and uh, and we're going to welcome her into the studio. She was just out in uh, at Broncos camp, uh, kibitzing with the likes of uh, Kyle Orton and the other guy, the other lefty guy who throws Brady the Quinn? ball. No, not him. The one who throws with the southpaw. The one people okay. seem to like quite a bit. Tim Tebow. Oh, right. Yeah, him. Um, so we'll, we'll uh, kibitz with her, so that's going to be fun. But uh, you actually booked a guy? Well, so what? It's nice. I brought, well, you actually, I got Matt Williamson last yesterday, and I thought I was on a hot streak, and I figured let's keep the no, ball rolling. Okay. No, I got a guy too. I mean, I I got a. You booked a guest. Yes. Good for you, fella. You. Good for you. Finally getting a you know you know yeah, yeah, yeah. burning the midnight oil. Who's our Try guest? Uh, the most must see WWE champion of all time, The Miz. <laughs> Who do we have? No, seriously, the Miss. Uh, why would we possibly have a wrestler on a show about real football? He's it's awesome. It's a real <laughs> rank. Listen, I, we talked a while ago. I don't care about. I mean, I, I know I, I don't want to pull rank on rank, but. I don't really oh, care. Oh, I forgot. That's right. Your name's on the podcast, not yeah. mine. Well, listen, I just don't think anybody cares name, about these You're things. in the photo with Marcus Allen. I'm not. I know. But I don't think anybody cares about, uh, anybody really cares about WWE. These are people really? who like, these are people, really? people who would listen really? to, to our podcast care about real sports. They don't care about, about chicanery. That's where I think you're wrong. Well, listen, <laughs> it's I, the Miz. I'm not interested in in having the Miz on. And if you actually did book him, if this is a sincere thing, he's on. He's coming on. He's calling soon. I don't think I can participate he's... in an interview with a with a with a fake uh, athlete like that. You're serious. I'm not interested. If you want to do it, go Why ahead and do would, it. What, the Miz is awesome. Tell you like, what. Tell you what, I'll sit back, I'll bite my tongue, and you can interview The Miz on your show. Why don't you do, if, if it's so important to you to have wrestlers and do a show about wrestling, why don't you come up with The Adam Rank Show? Because guess why? Because no one cares about it. You want to okay. do The Adam Rank Show? Go ahead and do it. All right, let's do it. All right, go ahead and do it. Hit it, Nick Tie-Dye. Welcome to The Adam Rank Football Show Podcast. What the hell was that? What? My theme song. What the? What, how do you have a theme song? <laughs> you said if you want me to have my own show to do it. Yes, but that was a, you didn't come up with that in in the blink of an eye. You didn't stop. You don't have some magic power to stop time and freeze me while you go off and do something. How do you have a theme song ready to go? Dave, sometimes we have to make contingency plans <laughs> for what? Well, you, listen, you're you're not the youngest guy in the world. <laughs> I'm a year older than you. <laughs> I know, but you know, you're kind of. We just want to be safe, you know, just in case. 
In case of what? You never know what's going to happen. Why you drive would... the freeways every day. There's, there's t- terrorist threats. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> so you're right. So you have a, so are you, were you aware of this necktie dye? Obviously you were. You're, you're in cahoots. Is this okay? Are you conspiring against me? Don't think of it as a conspiracy. Just be glad that we're so prepared. All right. Well, listen. Good luck to you. Thank you. It sounds like you got all the T's crossed and your I's dotted. I think so, yeah. You got your Miz friend? Yeah. When's he calling in? He's calling in any second now. He's he's making the rounds here in Los Angeles promoting uh, SummerSlam, which is available on pay-per-view this Sunday. And uh, he's going to, he's going to, he should be joining us anytime. Terrific. You'll like it. Don't worry. Rank, got the Miz on the line for you. So what's that make me? The sidekick? Yeah. Right now, we are pleased to welcome the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and the very first guest of the Adam Rank Football Show podcast. He is the awesome one. He is the Miz. Hey, Miz, what's going on? I am doing awesome. And I am doing incredible, even though it is very, very early. I enjoy the earliness because uh, the early bird always gets the worm. (laughs) (laughs) Using the old school catchphrases. I like it. You know, it's 9 a.m. in the Pacific here. Uh, the Miz has been making the rounds in L.A., you know, doing everything, getting getting us all ready for SummerSlam. And uh, for those of you who are fans, WWE SummerSlam is this Sunday on pay-per-view. The Rank Casa will be having its annual SummerSlam party. So that's going to be fun. But, hey, Miz, i got to ask you, what are you doing this Sunday? You don't have a match. You you ruined Rey Mysterio on Monday night. You dispatched Kofi Kingston. What are you doing? Are you are you going to be on the show? That's what everyone's been asking. That's been the talk, and that's what I, I expected to do because literally SummerSlam needs to be all about the Miz. It doesn't need to be about the W the undisputed WWE Championship, which everyone's been talking about. CM Punk versus John Cena. Listen, I get it. I heard about it. But the fact is, I want all the attention. All the attention needs to be on me. I'm the one that main evented WrestleMania 27 and retained my WWE Championship. And I'm the one that's going to steal the show at SummerSlam, whether I have a match or not. You never know what's going to happen. But definitely tune in because I will do something that people will be talking about for the ages. Are you going to interfere in that championship, in that undisputed WWE Championship? Match? It's debatable because, let's face it, uh, Triple H is the referee, and he's also the new COO, so he's only the person that could fire me. So if there's an opportunity, maybe, but who knows if there will ever be an opportunity because it is Triple H. Oh, the intrigue. The intrigue is there. But let's talk a little bit about that because the CM Punk and John Cena story, or just CM Punk has been one of the most talked about wrestling stories in quite some time. You know, Punk's made a lot of waves for being outspoken. He's kind of like the WWE's version of James Harrison, if you will, of the Steelers. What do you personally think of CM Punk? Uh, Personally, I think he's uh, doing an incredible job. And the reason I think that is because, let's face it, the more people talk about CM Punk, the more people will watch WWE Raw every Monday night on USA. And the more people watch Monday Night Raw, literally the more people will see me. So that's what it's all about. As long as there's talk... Uh, about WWE, then they're going to be talking about me. So they'll they'll tune in to see CM Punk. They'll stay and watch The Miz. Hey, The Miz. Uh, this is uh, this is Dave, Adam's partner, or, or actually his <laughs> boss here on the show. And uh, yeah, I'd love to participate in this conversation. But you say 
somebody talk about WWE. I can't really have a good conversation about it because uh, the last time I was watching it was when the Hulkster and Andre the Giant and King Kong Bundy and Kamala and company were all doing it. And then and then I grew up, and that's why that's where I lost my interest in WWE. Talk about it. <laughs> Don't blame him. He's from Pittsburgh. He doesn't know any better. It's quite all right. You know, it's it's one of those things that sometimes people go in and out of WWE, but I guarantee nowadays, if you come back and watch it, you'll get glued to it because we literally have some of the best characters that you possibly can imagine. Like, literally, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a great show, and uh, I'm enjoying doing it. Well, The Miz, well, what about that? I mean, I, I understand that uh, someone who's a native of Cleveland has to take desperate measures to get uh, to get their athletic outlet. Is that why you wound up in the WWE? Well, I always consider myself the first person that brought, uh, brought a championship to Cleveland in the past, like, 50 years. So it's kind of nice to be that person to bring a championship home to Cleveland because, well, let's face it, like the Browns, the Indians, the uh, and the Cavs haven't been doing quite well. But I'll tell you what, the Indians have been impressing me as of late. Uh, and I'm hoping that the Browns this year can do something better than what they've been doing. I mean, they got a new coaching staff. They have, you know, the uh, Colt McCoy in his second year. I mean, he did a good job yet last year. He wasn't a star maker. He wasn't a, a top-notch ultimate quarterback, but he also, his rookie year, he's learning the system. He's getting it down, and then you got Peyton Hillis, who's on uh, who's on Madden 2012, which is uh, pretty cool in my book. It's about time they got put someone from Cleveland on there, and uh, so I'm hoping for a great season. But the thing is, I always sit there and hope, and every year it's like, man, come on, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, that's because. That's because uh, two hours uh, uh, southeast uh, of where you are is uh, is a real football team that, oh, that, really? that lays waste to you each and every season. <laughs> Ohio State, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> nice. See, the Miz is talking ball. He can come in and talk ball with us. Hey, Miz, settle yeah, something. Let's talk a little football. I mean, come on. Let's do two fantasy football teams. They're going to dominate this year. Now, you have. Now you, now, you were pretty involved in fantasy football, but let's let's be honest. Are you actually running these teams, or are you got some guy who runs them for you, and you're just the face of it? Of course I'm running these teams, but I think in any uh, fantasy football team, you have a person that you can roll with, and you literally go, listen, dude, no, I'm not trading this guy. Yes, yeah, so this guy is great, but listen, let's let's talk about this. It's like you're a coach. Like, I feel like I'm the coach of my team, and literally, like, you got a bunch of other, you got, you got, your, you got your offensive coordinator, you got defensive coordinator, you got this person, you got that person in your ear, but you make the ultimate decision. Mm-hmm. Was, you got to be in. If you want to win in these fantasy football leagues, listen. I've never lost in fantasy football, so let's put it this way: like literally, like you got you got to have different ears, different people chit chatting to you to, to find the best possible team you could possibly get. Well, what do you think? Are you gonna, how high up are you going to take Peyton Hillis there? How much of a of a homer are you with this sort of? I actually didn't pick up Peyton Hillis this year, and uh, I, I don't think I'll be making any trades for him as well. Um, I, I think uh, I have Adrian Peterson, so I think I'm going to do pretty well with the, the running back situation, especially with McNabb being the quarterback. I think that that that, that offense is going to have uh, some good things going. What about Peyton Hillis, though? I mean, the talk is all the uh, cynics out there saying he was a one-year wonder. He took such a beating in 2010. There's no way he has anything left in the tank. Would you take him ahead of, say, Ray Rice? Would you take him ahead of, say, MJD? Uh yeah, I think you could. Luckily, I didn't have to put myself through that situation. But uh, but literally, here's here's what I think happens in Cleveland. 
Do you remember the year we went 10-6 and six and we didn't make it to the playoffs? That team was mm-hmm. incredible. Literally, Derek Anderson was amazing. Everyone was like, oh, my God, this is our quarterback. We finally got our quarterback. The next year, he absolutely sucked. <laughs> then, we had, then we had Cribs come in, and Cribs freaking rocked it the first year, like killed it, like freaking running back stuff and everything. Last year, eh, not so much. He was just, you know, he was here, there, everywhere, you know, whatever. And then Peyton Hillis comes along. Boom. But, man, we got another guy. He's incredible. This, that, everything. I'm curious to see what he does this year. Please don't be – I'm talking to Peyton Hillis. Please don't be that guy that sits there and makes us all excited. We go buy your jersey and literally say, this is our Cleveland guy. This is our Bernie Kosar. Finally, we got another one, you know, a person that we could get behind and then just suck it up the next year. So I'm hoping that the hype isn't too much for him and that he comes back and does amazing. Oh, poor Miz. You're already beaten down by the Cleveland. Hey, settle well, a bit from... I'm from Cleveland. What do you expect? <laughs> of course I'm beaten down. He was, it's not his... Everyone leaves Cleveland. Everyone leaves us. Not, I feel bad. You. I, mean, I feel bad for the Miz. He was, but he happened. He's he's a victim. He was he was a uh, a guiltless victim born on the wrong side of the Ohio Pennsylvania border. He's doing the best he can with what the, with what he was dealt. I appreciate Cleveland. Cleveland is the best city ever. It's wonderful and has the great greatest sports town ever. Even let's put it this way: on that other side of of of, of the river, literally, you look at it and you literally I think about it, if the if the team started losing with the fans. And still come to their come to their events? Probably not. But the Cleveland Cleveland uh, fans always still come to their their to support their teams. Well, you say you say uh, a faithful fan. I say sucker. But then listen, well, you're, not going to, you're not going to PNC Park to support the Pirates before this year. Well, listen, that's a story for another time. Listen, there's a, not, a, a more important debate we need to have the Miz weigh in on here. Yeah, actually, you know, the Miz has become one of the. He's worked his way up. From from the bottom, you know, he's he's worked his way, you know, through the OVW and the Ohio, Ohio Valley Wrestling and all the promotions and everything. But Miz, a lot of people will remember you from the real world New York and looking sure. back. And there's been a lot of people who have gone over on the real who've gone on from the real world onto the real world. Who is the biggest number one alumnus of the real world? It's got to be you, right? Uh, well, yeah, I would always say it's me. I mean, I mean, obviously, I uh, I have become a WWE superstar. I literally had a dream ten years ago that I showed on the on on the Real World, and literally made that dream come a reality. And not only did I make it come a reality, uh, I literally became a WWE champion, something that uh, no other reality star has ever done. And uh, it's kind of one of those things where it's a dream come true for me. But however, you might look at it like uh, Jamie Chung, if you look at her from Real World. Uh, San Diego, she went on to become a movie star. She was mm-hmm. in Hangover 2, she was in Sucker Punch, and she's doing a fantastic job, and I guess she's living her dream. So I imagine she would say she's the best because literally she's pursuing her dream. I think it's all a matter of what your dream is and, how, and if you pursued it. And I pursued it, I did it, it took a lot of hard work, and I succeeded. And who was the biggest creep that you met? Because you did all those shows. You did the 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 challenge, the road right. rules challenge. Is it? It's got to be David from Seattle, right? The guy who who you slapped know, Irene. Everyone always asks me, "Who do you hate? Who, who's a creep? Who's a jerk? Who's this? Who's that?" And the funny part is, everyone's always really nice. To me. Uh, and I think it might just because I was always very dominant on those challenges, and they wanted to friend uh, the person that was dominant. <laughs> because you know, the, the people who will suck up to you if, if you're good. 
And so literally that's kind of what happened with me, and everyone was always really nice to me. I mean, you never know what you're going to get on those things. I mean, people love drama, and I was one of the persons that loved to stir the pot. Well, and uh, I, I'd like to get your rankings on this. So, all right, we'll, we'll put you at the top. Jacinda's another one. What was she on, London? Jacinda, yeah, she Jacinda. went on to be a movie girl. Uh, Bridget, uh, Bridget Jones' Diaries. Yeah. As well as uh, Ladder 59, I think it was. You're up there, though, The Miz. I'll tell you, you're pretty, you you rank pretty high up there in the we all-time said, uh, alumni group. He said Jamie Chung was in The Hangover, too. Yeah. She was, but she was a small part. The Miz is the face of the WWE. He's a champion. He is. Well, he's going to be again. I see. I, like I say, I'm back. I go back. Must see WWE champion of all time. I mean, if you look at it, literally, I'm on everything right now. Obviously, I'm on your podcast. Uh, I'm doing media today. Uh, today, I'll also be on Extra. Um, you know, on Wednesday, I hosted the, the Rivals after show on MTV. I'm, I'm viral. I'm on the Internet right now. Uh, my, my video with... Uh, the Miz versus Keenan Cahill in a lip sync battle is gaining so many views. Like literally in the past two days, it's got 300,000 views. So literally, I'm, I'm on internet. I'm trending worldwide half the time on uh, on Twitter. So literally, uh, life is very, very good for me, and uh, I would consider myself the face of the WWE as well as if you go to any 7-Eleven, you can get a Slurpee and have me have me on the cup, which is fantastic. And I do the commercial. <laughs> you so can Slurpee the Miz. Well, now, why I, are you doing the commercial for that, talking about the big WrestleMania match between Cena and The Rock, when you spent all the build-up to the, to, the, to the last WrestleMania saying, you know what, I'm involved, I'm the champion, why am I not getting talked about? These guys should be talking about you. Why are you talking about them? I wasn't talking about them. I was talking about myself. Good. <laughs> and uh, what, <laughs> You're the one that brought that up, by the way. <laughs> uh, That's what, on me, yes. What do you say, though, The Miz? And, and by the way, you're talking about your deeds um, on camera. Of course, you tussled with the Rowdy Roddy Piper and Cousin Sal on the Kimmel Show a, a couple of months ago, too. I was there to, to behold that scene, and it was, uh, it was quite a dandy one. But where do you rank? You say this has been a lifelong dream. I remember watching you yap about it on The, the Real World. How do you rank it? The, my era where I was really into it, like I say, Andre the Giant when he turned on the Hulkster. And I, what, what do you think about Snooka, Kamala, King Kong Bundy, Cowboy Bob Orton, Piper? Who, who, who are your two or three or five? He's not favorites? as old as you. I will go. I, I will. Go, I'll give you my favorites back then. My favorites back then. My favorite of all time. Like. Uh, from back then, literally, I had his jacket that has big face on it. I had his uh, wrestling buddy. Like I don't know if you remember those. They sure. Right now, but they had wrestling buddies. Oh yeah. Had. Um, and then uh, I had his action figures. I had his his eight by ten that was had a fake autograph on it that I showed all my friends that I thought was so cool. Let me guess. Let me guess who it's going to be. Oh, Ultimate oh, Warrior. Yeah. Nice. That's a good one for you. I was trying to match uh, match your personality. I was going to say the Macho Man, actually. But, yeah, Ultimate Warrior is pretty good, too, for you. Macho Man was up there as well, as well as the Rockers. I was a huge John Michaels and Marty Jannetty fan. They were just so fast-paced at that time that it was just an enjoyable match just to watch. Absolutely. Hey, let me ask you a question. Are we ever going to get any resolution to the Rod GM? Now that Triple H is back, it doesn't seem like we're going to – because I have an idea how we can end that. Dude, I have no idea. I, the, the Raw GM has kind of been silent for the past couple months. Uh, for the past couple months, yeah, and uh, I haven't heard from him, so I really don't know uh, what's going on. You know who? Can I give you an idea who I think it'll be? And let me let me get your take on this. This this would be genius. This would be groundbreaking. The Raw General Manager is Rikishi. Okay, why? <laughs> 
Don't you remember? That was the worst angle of all time when the guy who was supposed to hit Stone Cold Steve Austin. See, I was at the pond when this was revealed, and they were like, oh, this big buildup for months of like, hey, you know, somebody hit Stone Cold Steve Austin in the parking lot. And then it turns out it's like, oh, it's Rikishi. <laughs> okay, yeah, it just kind of died. <laughs> I imagine they'll have something a little better than that. I guarantee that. Hey, The Miz, what would happen if you went up against let's play let's play uh some hypothetical here. What would happen if you got into a ring with Peyton Hillis? Peyton Hillis? Yeah. He's a uh, big boy. I'd probably shake his hand and say, Can I have your autograph? <laughs> but uh, you and, had to. The title's and, on and, the and line. Him in the skull crushing finale while he's signing the autograph. <laughs> Very nice. Well you know what? Your shirt, you've got the new awesome shirt out. It's it's one of those baseball tees with the black sleeves. I settle a bet between my wife and I. You have the number 40 on the back. Now, she's under some delusion that that represents the 40 WWE champions of all time. I say you have the 40 on the back because of Peyton Hillis. What's the real story? The real story is that uh, I am the 40th WWE champion, and uh, I thought it was a, I'd rather than doing number one or, like, uh, number 99 or 69, ha, ha, ha. Um, I thought it would be cool to actually have something symbolic. And so 40 is the, the number WWE champion I am. And you know what sucks about it? Everyone, That's the number one question I get asked about that shirt. Why 40? Why 40? Why 40? Maybe I should just put one on there so I wouldn't have to ask answer that question so many times. Uh, the Miz. All right, let's continue real quick with one more uh, hypothetical for you. You, uh, What about, uh, let's say, King Kong Bundy? How would you fare against one of the big boys, one of the real heavyweights, Kamala? I mentioned him a couple times. One of the one of the forgotten heroes of the WWE when I was uh, really watching it. How would you do against one of the real heavyweights, Andre the Giant, for instance? You know, you know that would be an always a dream come true as a child. You know, growing up and watching those guys and, and literally uh, envying them and literally looking at them as role models for me. Uh, I would look at it as a dream match. And how would I fare up to it? I mean, you never know what would happen. I mean, it is WWE, and it's always entertainment. And uh, it'd be interesting to see, because I think everyone always goes, oh, back then it was so much better, or now it's so much better, or the Attitude Era was this. It's, it'd be so much great to have every guy, every superstar in the WWE that's ever been in there, literally in their prime at the same time, who would win? It's, it's, I think everyone always has that hypothetical, and you never can tell because everyone is so different. The characters are so different. Things have changed from back then to now. I mean, if you watch the, the stuff that back then to now, it's it's completely different, different show. Yeah, well, some of those guys, yeah, back, back in the day, 20 years ago, uh, Cowboy Bob Orton wasn't even muscular, really. He was just kind of like a big guy. So, right. yeah, you would definitely yeah. take him out. But I think I think if you did it, I think it would be either – the Hulkster or maybe Nikita Koloff. What about that? Uh, Nikita Koloff, another forgotten one. That was uh, that was NWA. Yeah, sure. I'm just I'd so what? So <laughs> would take I would, them all out, buddy. I would, sorry, WWE, we have to wrap up. Sorry. Okay, no problem. They're actually making me wrap up because I have to go do another interview because I'm nonstop all day, every day. I apologize. Go get him, The Miz. Well, Miz, it's been yeah. a clear delight. Thank you so much. Once again, SummerSlam this Sunday on pay-per-view, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5, 5 p.m. Pacific. Tune in. If it was as, if it's as good as, as Money in the Bank was last month, this is going to be a great show. Miz, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. It'll be better. And uh, always remember, I am awesome. <laughs> good luck to your Browns, who are not awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Miz.
Wow! Congratulations! What a what a no 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 terrific debut! No, congratulations the... to you. I I thought you did very well there. Oh, thank you. You were good. No, no, no. You were good. Thanks a lot. Was... No, I I I'm I'm impressed. I wow, it really, means you, the world to me. You stunned me. Yes, <laughs> you were good. Yeah, um, that was uh, that was quite a pilot episode of uh, the Adam Rank Show podcast, which has a clever kids. name too. It, it is for kids, yes. And and speaking of which, if we can get away from Kitty Hour, can we get back now to the Dave Damashek football program? So this is it for the Adam Rank Gridiron this, program. Yeah, whatever you call it. I don't know what you kids. called that nonsense, but okay. uh, yes, let's we'll, we'll see how whether or not that show gets Presented a pickup. by Mattel. I don't, no, by, okay. by who? I don't know. I'm throwing out a... All right, listen. Can we please move on to the guests that I booked it's a real slap in the face that you've kept her waiting this long. Do we have time? Or do we still? I think we can fit her in. Okay. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll make time for her. Here she comes now. Look at her. The former, the lovely and talented former Denver Broncos cheerleader. Now the star, the superstar of the NFL Network, our old pal, Michelle Beisner. Well, emphasis well, on, well. Emphasis on the old, I see. Thanks for that little golf clap rank. Dave Damashek, so good to see you. Oh, what a pleasure. You're looking better than ever, Thank if that's you. possible. Thank you. Well, I had a lot of time to, um, you know, primp while I was waiting. I know. I said, like I just said, it's a slap in the face. How did, this, what did you think? I was waiting for quite some time, Rank. This is what our colleague. You? I would never put baby in the corner, and baby just put me in the corner for the Miz or the shiz or the whatever the frizz he is. It's the Miz. Whatever. Now, on a scale of awesomeness, five being awesome... Uh-huh. One being still awesome. Where uh-huh. did that? Where did the debut of the Adam Rank Gridiron Football Program and podcast for kids? Where did that rank? Is six like if five is awesome and one is still awesome? Yep. Then is six like not awesome at all? Because I not would give even, it like a six. Even awesomer. Oh, I see. Yes. Um Well, wherever there's a stars. not awesome at all number. That's where I would put it. I'm not following. Dave Damashek, you look fabulous. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Sugar. That's nice of you to say. Now, um, yeah, I, I put it for my, for if my vote counts, I put right. it ahead of Dora Listen, the Explorer. It certainly does count. Behind you, Super Dave, Friends. Your, your, your input will always be welcome. <laughs> look at him. Just This is just like the old days. See? So, Beisner, how are you? How you like well. I said, you're looking while well. we just saw you over, what was it, a week or so ago. You paid a visit to Broncos training game. I camp. did. I went back you, to my old stomping ground. That's what I, you took the words out of my mouth. I and, do that uh, often. And, and you paid a visit to specifically, you kibitzed with the two fellas that have uh, been uh, been yammered about quite a bit, especially yeah. in Denver. But the the world over now, Tim Tebow and uh, and Kyle Orton, how'd that go for you? And was that when you were out there, Kyle Orton had just become the starter, right? And was was well, officially the starter. No, point. I mean, well, uh, yes and no. I mean, there was when I was out there, it was the whole, it was the grand hype in that pivotal moment, that climatic point that we were all waiting to see and feel and witness where Kyle Orton was going to get shipped down to Miami. But that never happened, as we know. And and you are you listen. This is something we do here on the program. I'm sure you're a regular listener. Uh, we wear it on our. Wouldn't sli- miss it Thank every you. every Tuesday. We wear. No, it's uh, it's Friday. Oh, it's Friday. Yeah, that's but, what I meant. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I no, listen to it again the, on Tuesday. Slip, slip of the tongue. Yes. yes. We wear it on our sleeve here. We yes. we don't hide our allegiance like these 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 phony experts. Right. You know they they they're they're objective people. Wait, but they aren't have you no- guys experts? Aren't you? fantasy experts I'm apparently listen, i am not i'm a champion but you guys 
Yeah, we worked with you on the fantasy show we last did, year. We did. It was a blast. And now, uh, and now we have the equally pretty, almost as pretty at least, Elliot Harrison. <laughs> he is pretty. Yes. Well, yeah. I don't know. Is he's he a, pretty? He's a handsome devil. You know? I think you guys are. Really? I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't want to make it a competition. I don't want to make it much like the quarterback competition in Denver. I don't want to make it the most handsome fantasy expert so Damashek won. Damashek won rank two. Elliot Harrison three. Well, no rank's not in it. Oh, See, that's not how it goes. How it's... many how many pounds do I have to drop to get into the competition? Honey, you couldn't drop enough pounds to be in the competition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rank, I kid because I love. Which leads me to this question. Yeah. Because <laughs> as I as I walked in to do news here on Wednesday morning, I yep. realized that you were here the night before. You guys were shooting your fantasy preview show. I'm trying to block that out of my mind, but okay. Um, seeing me or the fact that you were here shooting the show? Listen, your question? The question is this, Rank. You and I had a delightful exchange to which I asked you this. Yep. How in the world does your wife keep those things so moist? What? That was what? the question. Now... I ask you, do you know what we were talking about, Dave Damashek? I have a guess, but I, I'll, I'll thank I you to skip know. the filth on this program. Has your wife not... told you how she keeps her things moist? I know. Listen. Trade I, secrets. But what we're talking about specifically are those uh, are, are delicious baked goods. Delectable chocolate oh, chip cookies. Her brownies moist. are out of sight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Wonderful. the cookies, which she provided moist. for the crew on Tuesday night. Moist. I weighed 185 when we got married. What do you weigh now? Like 260? I was going to say. 300? You're three pushing 20 three, for sure. You're a lineman for three. sure, my friend. Adam, I've said it before. I'm going to say it to you again, and I want you to look me in the eyes. Adam, if you don't stop eating the way you're eating. <laughs> you're going to explode. You're going to eat yourself to death. I actually had this exchange. I'm going to have to take the wall out of this VO booth to get them out of here like they do. I, I, actually, no, I actually had this exchange with my wife like uh, the other night. I think it was Wednesday night. And I'm on, I'm on the on the phone with her, and I'm like, you know, I go, this is it's getting serious. I I really need to lose some weight. She's like, yeah, yeah, maybe. Like, so so, what are you doing now? I'm like, oh, I'm pulling up to Del Taco. <laughs> I'm not saying, but I'm tonight. gonna get the fish tacos. I'm, I'm not, not saying I need to start. Tacos. It was 29 cent taco night. I don't blame you. I can't I wait to you, see Adam. He really is. Rank is gonna be one of those people you see on one of the fat shows on oh, like totally. the Biggest Loser when he's biggest crying. Loser. I've been collaborating we'll be to end. be on that show. We'll be at the end crying for Me? him, applauding as he crosses the finish line, a sweaty mess of 400. I like pounds. when the guy. I like. <gasps> I love the guy who is when they do that and they're crying and they're describing what they're what what they put into their mouth every day. Like I start the day off <laughs> with two egg McMuffins. I'll uh, I'll uh, four dozen donuts. I had uh, two piles of bacon, and then I rest for. 11 minutes, and then I go, I, I have four pizzas, and that's how ranked it. Like, I don't know how that's... I got this way. <laughs> yeah. How did I? I don't what are do you going to do, though, when that happens? Because let's be real. I mean, you're you're not there, but you could be on your way, my friend. Let's say. So I'm wondering, what? who are you going to blame? Are you going to blame yourself, or are you going to blame your wife's delectable, moist goods? Because... I blame God. <laughs> but you can't. Hmm. That's not no, part of it. No, I mean, if he... It's if a bold he, stroke. If he does everything that's good, I mean, what's what's the thing? Here's here's what I've pitched though. I said, let's go to NBC. You get me, you get Jamie Dukes, you get Warren Sapp. Biggest Loser, NFL Network edition. You think anyone's going to watch that? No, but I mean, it would be fun. Yeah. Um, for all right. 
Feisner. Now, yes, back to what we were talking about five minutes ago. We wear it on our sleeve. We wear, right. we, we, we share our allegiance. We don't hide it. You're no. a Broncos fan. It's disingenuous, and that, that's not my way. I don't that's jive. Right. I don't jive the listener. I'm not going to do that. Don't do it. I have it. too much respect. Now, listen, you're a Broncos fan. True. I am. But you were yes. raised in Minnesota. You no. Also, you no, like quite the, the opposite. Wait, well, how did it go? So you went, you, but you like the Vikings, though. I do. Here's how it goes. All right. I'm, I'm on the fence about listen, if this is all right. Because, I, I understand because I know what you're going to say. You can't have two teams. You can't yeah. appreciate two teams. Yeah, I but, say, yes, you can. Listen, Explain how right. that could happen. No, because when girls go both ways, it's more acceptable. That's oh, true. It's right, more acceptable and it people like it. That was a good no, one, Ray. I can't believe that gets the high five. <laughs> You got to work blue to impress Beisner. That's what it is. That's not my way. You got to cross that line to get to get the high five. So I grew up in Colorado, but my family, all of my extended family, they're from Minnesota. My uncle used to be the voice of the Vikings years ago, and wow. I so that's kind of where it all came from. It's my parents' fault. I blame them because they love the Vikings just as much as they love the Broncos, and that's how. We grew up. Is Love that them both. and is that how you um, came to be uh, to, to be interested in broadcasting? Um, it because is your, because initially, your uncle yes. was doing that. What who, yes. who was he? Dick Junkowski. Dick Junkowski. Wow. Dick Junkowski, the Polish Eagle. Pretty cool. Was he at However, the, was he at the Met or was he at the uh, at the Metrodome? Um, he was at the no, no, no. I mean, he was he was. I mean, this was like a billion years ago. He wasn't at the Metrodome. Yeah. Although the Metrodome. That's what that. So if you're you're a casual Vikings fan, let's say, what do you how do you weigh in on that deep philosophical issue? Should they be forced to play outside as a member of the NFC North? I say Detroit and Minnesota should be ashamed of themselves. They say we sit in a climate controlled place. It's delightful for the fans. Fair and double fair. I say. Have you ever been to Minnesota in in the middle of December? Or I I lived in Chicago for 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 eight years. I know what it feels like. I know it's pretty biting. Listen, that's part of the experience. You must go out there. It's called a home field advantage, sister. The Vikings benefited from that home field advantage. All through the 70s. They would get uh-huh. to the Super Bowl. Yes. Then in, cl- in in nice warm conditions, they would, they the would lose. Because they played outdoors. They would beat the L.A. Rams all the right. time because they would play outdoors. Well, you know, why does them. it matter, though? Why does it matter? The Vikings aren't going to be in Minnesota much longer. They're going oh, to be in L.A. And it's no, just, they're not. I think they will. I'm telling you. Mr. Wilf came out, said it, and I believe him. I believe what he says. What are your it's thoughts? Cool. I say it's going to be the Chargers. I'm very upset by it. I don't think so. I think well, it'll I, be the Vikings. I keep, well, I keep hearing everybody who seems to know that they, they keep saying they would not on their own dime that AEG, now the stadium is, of course, approved, that AEG would not uh, pay for a stadium on its own dime if they weren't getting two teams. Not One mm. will not mm. do that there right. will be two teams, in fact, one AFC, one NFC. That gives credence to what you're talking about. Exactly. The Vikings. No, I think the Rams have a better chance. No. Well, Rams would be fine, too. That'd be great. No. Listen. You, you say Vikes are going to be out here. You I really do. don't I think, think so. they're you know, the, ever going to – ne- you think Minnesota's never going to bend. They're never going to publicly finance a stadium. You think that the the Vikings – but the, here's the thing. If it's we the already, Rams and Chargers, they don't have to change the divisions. Everything stays – the city of Los Angeles already took one uh, professional team from right. Minnesota, of they course, did, the, the Lakers, Lakers, and they kept that ridiculous name, which now obviously resonates, and you could never we change have lakes. it. Lakes, L.A. Lake, well, we don't. But <laughs> no, all right, we don't. well, you couldn't do West that. Lake? But do we keep the Vikings? And if no, what do you say, Beisner? What is a good name Ooh, for the new me on team? The spot with that. That's well. See, that's. T- I mean, I think you have to get rid of the Vikings because yeah. when the Vikings leave Minnesota, I, there, there's no. 
Vikings don't. Oh yes, but um, the the Vikings in L.A. that doesn't work. I mean. Nope. It, it just doesn't work. So what would we do with that? How, well, jazz we... doesn't work either, and no. Utah's stuck with that ridiculousness. But that, but two wrongs wouldn't make a right, yes. No. I suggest, try this one on for all size. Right, all right. If we get the Chargers, first of all, if, the, if it becomes the Chargers, we, I'm the, but uh, as an Angelino resident, that's why I use the we. Uh, instead of the Los Angeles Chargers, try this one on for size. We steal from the, the Halos. The California Chargers. Let's be inclusive. Sorry, San Diego. No hard feelings. We don't want to take your team, but you know, the push has come to show. The San California Diego people Char- are not rooting for the Chargers if they move here. Well, it's no, it's. I listen, agree with that, right? It's an olive branch, is what it would be. The California Chargers. No. The SoCal Chargers. Better. Would, really? So I like California better than so. Let's. Let's. Just, uh, I don't. Let's I don't... work on ge- keeping them in San Diego. What about? Right. No, no, no. They're not. Yes. No, they're moving. Yeah. Keeping them in San Diego. That's the why? best spot for them. No, it's not. And they're going to be whether why do you, you like say it. That? Or, why? Why? That's why? the most the natural fit them. because San Diego no. is messed the, up. The most they're natural never... fit is the Rams, the Los Angeles that Rams. Also it's not, but it, that's not going to happen. Wait, that no, also very well may happen, happen too. I don't think so. I don't think so. The Chargers are on their way. Get ready for that. The day after the regular season ends, there will be an, or maybe it's the playoffs. I forget which. February after the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. February there will be an announcement that the Chargers are moving up the coast. I yeah, think I buy that. if the sure. Vikings are doing it and there's no natural uh, connection to the city of L.A., dig this. There's If there's a California Chargers, if there's an L.A. Chargers, uh-huh. you can't be the L.A. Vikings or whatever else. No. you got to tweak it a little bit. Right. The Hollywood something or others. No, the Hollywood, that's horrible. No, What's the, wrong with you? The Hollywood stars. What is wrong with you? The Hollywood what? blockbusters. The Hollywood knights. Have you lost your mind, Dave Damashek? Well, I'll get this you. one. What? Those are great names I just threw out. <laughs> those there. are ap- those are horrible. How dare you? The Hollywood. The this Hollywood isn't the Adam. Stars. This isn't the Adam the Rank ho- podcast show. Let's or fire up the music then. <laughs> this no. is the Adam Rank. What did you call it? Gridiron podcast for kids. Foolishness. Podcast. Yes, kitty hour for kids. For kids. I think that's a good name. You don't like that name. The Hollywood. St- no, that's horrible. Why would you do that? That's not football. That's Hollywood. That's, that's the Knights. What's it's it's talk about? Everybody think... talks about gladiators and warriors that and everything else. Way. All that imagery. The Knights. I'm not then talking fine, about N I. Like... I'm talking about K N I. Oh, thanks, thanks, that Chips. Would, that, I appreciate that. <laughs> that would totally squash all the all the the notion that the L A sports fans are soft. Exactly. By naming your yeah, team after Hollywood. Hollywood, the Hollywood stars, the Hollywood Knights is a great reference. Don't I, you I, the L A Knights is fine, but you don't go Hollywood Knights. You don't L A no. Dons. The L A Dons. No. Harken back to the old AAFC. Not bad. I get the reference. I follow you. Um, so back to the Broncos. Then, as a fan of the Broncos, you spoke with them. You're a, a professional. You're an expert. You, you dealt with them. But as a fan, and then no, no, beyond that, I'm not an expert. Let's get that straight. Go not ahead. fantasy expert, but you're a real football expert. Right. You dealt with these fellas. You've kibitzed with them. You've looked them in the eyes like George W. did. That's he right. said that's all you have to do is you have to look a man in the eyes of Putin. That's he right. He looked him in the eyes and he solved him. He knew what that's he was all right. about. He knew what that guy was about. Same thing. Who should be the starter if it's up to you? Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton. Is that, Without get, a doubt. Good for you. Do you that's get the correct. sense because you mentioned that they were very close to trading Orton to Miami? Do you well, think that the, the Broncos looked at Tiva and went, eh, and just said, no, we can't do this? No, no. What happened was is that Kyle Orton said, Kyle Orton looked out for Kyle Orton, which is exactly what he should have done. And there was no way that he was going to take less than 6 or $7 million per year for like a long-term agreement. 
they could not get it done. They couldn't get past. I think a big misconception and this whole the stare down and the poker game and, you know, this that it didn't even get that far. They couldn't get past the negotiating table with Kyle Orton. Miami said there's no way that we're going to give you a three year deal for seven million a year. It's not going to happen. Kyle Orton said, fine, then I'm not leaving. So all this, you know, hoopla around, well, the Broncos were asking for too much and they needed to back off their demands. It didn't even get that far. And the Broncos are not stupid either. They know that Kyle Orton is a decent quarterback. They're not going to just give him away. It doesn't make any sense. That's exactly and what I, he is. He's fine. The, the, he's the idea fine, but... when, when, when momentum starts to be built around a name, suddenly a guy becomes uh, some sort of a potential savior. And then you step back for a second. Oh, yeah, we're talking about, uh, we're talking about Kyle Orton. We're talking about Kevin Cobb. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not talking about uh, one of the five best QBs. I well, agree with you. Right. He's not a top 10 QB. He's not even a, you know, but he's not a bottom 10 QB. He's right there in the middle of the pack. He can get it done. The reason that Tebow stepped in is because Orton was injured. Tebow is fine. He, he did great things in the three games that he started last year, but he's not ready. And clearly you could see that from the first practice that he was out there. He just, he's not ready. Yeah. What's I'm that with smirk you. on your face for? Um, Rank? I'm listening. We're talking ball. Talking ball. Now let's talk. Uh, let's transcend the uh, actual uh, pigskin talk. Yes. Tim Tebow, explain something to me. The Why has he been? It's ironic that this guy who has made a point of saying, you know, that he's abstinent and everything else. Right. Why is he being? Why, what is this need to sexualize him? Why every ad that he's in, he's in underpants ads now and everything, and it seems like the the ladies swoon over this guy what am i missing here it seems first of all like i say ironic that he would be that and two a as a, a woman hypocrisy there right take off and take off he's... take off your expert hat and put on your lady hat is he deserving as a lady would you say is he deserving of uh, of being a sex symbol <laughs> um hold on taking off my expert hat putting on lady hat mm-hmm. don't mess up your hair no never um there's something about tim tebow he he definitely he's got the light around him. He's got that halo around him. He's extraordinarily charismatic. Dreamy? I don't know. It's he's a bit dreamy. I think he is. Huh? I'm not saying to me, but I can see how he would be for other women. The yeah. wife, he's a bit like the wife finds Tim Tim Tebow dreamy. Right. Exactly. In fact, a lot of women that, or most women that I speak to, girlfriends of mine whatever they find him to be the same way hmm. it's the smile you know what it, if you got a good smile it draws the woman in it makes them feel safe it makes them feel secure let me see your smile rank no it wouldn't work <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't work for you rank he's he's a i mean he's just a hell of a charismatic guy who's the most winsome qb in the nfl to the ladies mark sanchez or tom brady those would be the top two oh. right those are the top two who else will we throw in there? Tony Romo? I don't. You tell me. I the, those the guys. Yeah, Romo. Yeah, I guess he's considered a bit of a sex symbol, right? Mm-hmm. He's been around with so. some high profile ladies. I. Uh, hmm. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. You wouldn't think that Peyton Man. You wouldn't think that Peyton would be would you know give you a whole lot, but he does. Really? Yeah. Roethlisberger. No. No. Not I'm, Roethlisberger. I don't think so. No. All right. So go ahead. We've we've given you some candidates. Um, if, you're, if there's anyone else that we're forgetting, then. By all means, throw him in Mike Vick. No, oh, you know what? Yeah, I mean Mike Vick. I think is is uh, he's got a swagger back, obviously, and he's a changed mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Those are good things. Tebow, you can throw him into Tebow, the mix. Tebow, you can throw it in him. there. Who right. else are we missing? Who's? I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm, trying I, I'm to kind of feeling like Chad Henney. <laughs> no, let's not throw Chad Henney into that mix. 
I'm kind of Charlie feeling Whitehurst. Tony Romo. Tony mm. Romo, number one. That's kind of what I'm feeling, yeah. Number one, Tony Romo. Congratulations to you. You heard it here from uh, there you go. From uh, Ms. Beisner. All right. Now, this leads us into something I want to do. I want to ask, uh, uh, you know, I, a part, part of bringing you in here was I like the idea of the NFL Network personalities. Let's get to know you. We've gotten to know mm. you on a personal level, have Rank and I. We've been lucky enough to do that. And uh, now let's let the listener know you a little bit. Have you I'm ever afraid. watched? Uh, have you ever watched Inside the Actor Actor Studio? I have. Yes. You know, uh, you know that uh, James Lipton. At the end of the show, he always asks these questions by Bernard Pivot, and he overpronounces mm-hmm. it. He does like this. Yes. He's like the same it is guy. Very like. Bernard Pivot, and it's all right. Settle down, man. You 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 don't have to do. It's the but same that's part guy who. Of a shtick. I, mean, I that's know. What he does. It's the same thing though. He's the same sort of guy who would say who, who would call uh, Vincent Van Gogh Vincent Van Gogh. You yeah, know? that's very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That bugs me. All right, so he asks these questions. Now uh-huh. I'm going to ask him to you. Okay, Ms. Beisner. Yes, sir. Number one. What's your favorite word? Moist. <laughs> <laughs> Please, can we keep this at least PG rated? What's, What's wrong, wrong with, with that? moist? All right, because I know because the, the two just of you because Rank has a dirty <laughs> mind doesn't mean up. that I have a dirty mind. All right, is that up. like the word that bugs women the most? I think so. Truly. Outside of the c word, see you next right. Tuesday. I think so. Yes. All right. What is your least favorite word? Moist. <laughs> <laughs> what turns you on? Moist things. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be uh, the Adam Rank uh, football podcast program sure. or whatever he's called. Gridiron for kids. What, what turned you off? The uh, Adam Rank <laughs> <laughs> Gridiron podcast for kids. What sound or noise do you love? The sound don't, of your voice. I, yeah, that was a win. I, I, I gave it. He uh, knew it. He, that was a layup. It's, that's, that's really. I, a uh, layup. When you're sitting yeah. there writing it down, yes. Right, exactly. Say well, this, Michelle. Say my voice. Does it, uh, does it. Interest it's you soothing. to learn that uh, what my what the, my my deeper smoky voice is owed to allergies? <laughs> Don't take that ear tag because <laughs> it is working for you. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh my alarm clock. Ah, good one. What is your favorite curse word? Now be careful because obviously we can't play. What is my favorite curse word? Well, I can't say I can't say it here. Yeah, and it's really it a, doesn't a, really work. Scratch well, I can't that one do out. that. Dumb scratch question. it out. Dumb Stupid. Mine's <laughs> Mine is Ah, oh, yes, it feels good to say that. All right, let's, it's enough. It's, it's just a bunch of bleeps to people. All Sorry. right. What <laughs> profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Um, well, I always said that if I wasn't doing this, I would I would be acting. That's what I would want to be doing. Really, you yes. would like to? Yeah, we we, we did a couple You're of. Uh, we've done movies. a. We'll do some. We'll do some of this. Here's I, here's my promise to you, Ms. Beisner. Oh, I can't wait for that. The Damashek blog. The Damashek blog starts on Tuesday. I, you know, we we do some video stuff. You and me, we talked about. Let's do yeah. a Regis and Kelly type show. We did talk about that. A football. It would be a fun show. We'll do a fun show. All we'll, right. do, we'll do at least one of those in, in the coming weeks. It'll I'm be good. In. We'll sit there. We'll drink coffee. We'll drink orange juice. We'll yuck it up over what our kids are doing. We'll laugh. Right. We'll we'll, we'll uh, yeah. So you two. You can be, be the like host. Gilman. No, 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 it's fine. You two will be the host, and it'll be called the Dave Damashek Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Rank's got a little chip on his shoulder because his name's not included on on this podcast. What? Is that real? Is that real? Yeah. I don't agree with that at all. It's the Dave Damashek football program. Do you know what he brings to this podcast? Yes, I do. Could you do this without him? Yes, I could. That's true. That's a good point. (laughs) That is a good point. Sorry, Rank. I tried. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but you've done some acting. Where have we seen your work? 
Oh. Hmm. Well, let's see. Blockbusters such as Any Given Sunday. Party Girl 3. Number 5. Dang it! That's right. Any Given Sunday. What were you, a reporter? No, I was not a reporter. I, I had... It's a very long story, so I'm not going to get into it. But I, I had basically one line that I improved in there, and I made the show. With Al Pacino? Jamie no, Fox's I was yelling, hot tub I was party? yelling at a girl in a bathroom, yes. And I was in the bathroom, and I said, listen, uh-huh. you better... One of your favorite... Right. Swears. One of my favorite swear words. Was yes, it this? over and over and over. Um, <laughs> excellent. That? Excellent. So you'd like to be an actor. All right, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? This one? No, I'm just kidding. What <laughs> profession would I not like to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would not like to be a fantasy football host. Wish granted. And uh, <laughs> and finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You done good, kid. All right. And uh, and now these are not the Pivo questions. These mm, are the Damashek okay. questions. Oh, God. This is frightening. Best pizza topping. I'm a vegetarian. This is so boring. Go um, ahead. There's, 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 they still make things that are non-meat based. It's not a bad one for a vegetarian. It's so That's, boring, though. No, it's the best one to say. Well, actually, I'll go onion. If if you're going to go non-meat based, it's uh, the correct answer. What is about onion. the jalapeno? That's I love a that. Good, I, lo- I like a spicy that pepper a of some sort. Yeah, it can yeah, be very okay. nice. Um, best fruit candy flavor that improves the actual fruit that it represents. When did you write? When when do you come up with this? Common question that I like to talk Um, about with people. Green apple. Wow, that is the absolute hundred percent correct answer. Green apple. A real green apple is true. Is tart. It's not that good, but a green apple candy. Oh, that's amazing. It's in the top two or three candies of them all. The roof. Right. It's right up there with the strawberries of the world. Strawberry candies. I would agree. Best album. This is a personal tasting. I there is is no wrong answer. Personal tasting. You know, I'm going to go Michael Jackson Thriller. Uh, I was a big fan. All right. Well, that is a not. A I was. Answer, but all right, I shouldn't weigh in on that. All right. What What would you say? There's a lot that I could say. I know. I have like 27. I could, exactly. This I isn't. Mean, this can, ain't about me. This is about well, no, you. No, no. I want to. But make it. See, this is about me now. Wanting to know though. We'll what get into that later because you have to do your news. Yeah, item in just a I moment. I do. Here. I do. You last guys are one. Me behind the mark. My best week. breakfast meat. Oh, you don't need meat. That's not a good question. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I could. Tofu, fried tofu, something Best like that. Best breakfast meat. Do you have any idea where I could go with that, but I, I choose not to? <laughs> I forgot. Choose it. Then. You're filthy. I know. <laughs> Some, you something moist, I'm pins. sure. I know, I know. All right, listen. Michelle Beisner, what a delight. What a pleasure to see Thanks you so again after so me, long. Dave. I'm glad your summer has, uh, we we uh, we bridged the summer. Here we are on the other Here side. It's football season, and uh, now it's time, it's time to football. get it on. Wonderful. Hey, and good luck to you guys. And any time that, you know, because now we will not get to spend Sundays together, but hopefully we can find some other opportunities to uh I said, we're all right. You and me, we're going to do a nice, uh, like we'll it. do a nice little Regis and Kelly type football-based morning I'm, show. I'm, I'm down with it. We're going to do and one. And do we want to involve Rank at all in this? No, I think it's worth it. Okay. I, okay. I already have to do this once or Frank, twice. I'm sorry. A I try to help you in any way I, I can. I appreciate it. All right. Well, listen. The delightful Michelle Beisner. Uh, pleasure to see her coming through here. And Adam Rank, I think we've said it all. You yep. did your little show. You, it was uh, it was mediocre at best. But The Miz, listen, for what he is, he was a good fellow. He I was liked, great. I liked him very much. Dare I say awesome. Yes. For a guy who's from Cleveland who participates in, in that hokum, I found him to be delightful. Nothing short of delightful. 
And speaking of which, you, Adam, when it's all said and done, are delight yourself. Thank you. That's right. So, all right. The first full weekend of exhibition football games awaits. We'll be back on the other side. Be sure you uh, look out for the show on iTunes. Subscribe to it. All that jazz. Also, NFL.com, a new talking ball is up there. Ranks pick sixes are up there. The Damashek blog page will be up there next Tuesday. So much to look forward to. But in the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.